show on Super Bowl weekend and guys you better get out today because you know you're not going to get out tomorrow and make sure you've got Monday covered you know what I mean I'm just explaining you know what Monday is it's Valentine's Day so uh, make sure you get at it and take care of your precious <laughs> your precious Ritto Frauer <laughs> I thought about this Dr. Tobler I thought what kind yeah. of cruel joke that the universe is playing where Valentine's Day is the day after the Super Bowl? I feel like I know. the amount yeah. of arguments, the amount of forgetfulness, the amount of fights yes. that are going to happen yep. on Monday. It's, we're going to see the divorce rate skyrocket this I know. <laughs> The universe is not kind this year. It's, I, know. I, I, I think the, the Super, Bowl's, <laughs> Super Bowl's a little late uh, this year, and so it's it's just colliding with that. But um, at any rate, well, we <laughs> and of course, yesterday, the state and feds... Um, Celebrated Lincoln's birthday, and uh, today is Lincoln Day. Well, all weekend, Lincoln Day is out in St. Charles, right? And I know uh, Tony and, uh, I mean, uh, Tim and, and Chris were out at uh, out at the St. Charles Convention Center yesterday afternoon. That's right. And uh, so, and I think they're going to be hanging out today, too, uh, throughout uh, the weekend, I understand. You may you don't know who might pop up there from News Talk STL. Um, I'm, I'm on call at the hospital this weekend, so I'm sort of stuck. I can't. Uh, I'm actually surprised that you're here right now doing the show based on our text conversation. I, you are overwhelmed <laughs> with responsibility right now. So thank you for yeah. doing the show today. I, I would not miss this show. I don't care if the, the Bruce Willis soon to be destroyed by Bruce Willis meteor was coming down and about to strike the earth. What was the name of that movie uh, where he gets him? Armageddon. Oh, what a fabulous movie. Oh, love that movie. I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for those kind of action movies. That was when Willis was still doing okay. Yes, I, yeah. I, I honestly don't know what happened to him. I know he has a lot of kids. I know he's been divorced right. a couple times. I don't know if it's just obligation, but he has gone into this strange... Uh, paycheck mode where I, I think for you know a, a million dollars he'll show up for two hours in whatever movie is being made. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think you yeah. and I could make a movie and we could have a cameo by Bruce Willis who would sleepwalk through so. it. And I just don't know why he. I mean, he was a giant star on TV, giant star in the films. I'm not sure why this career pivot. It's a little strange. I don't get it. And he was so good and so entertaining, and he just had that impish quality about him that was just, you know, he could turn an action thriller and make you smile in the middle of carnage and destruction. You know, you know and, it was and, and, yeah that way. And people say the same thing about Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas Cage is still making interesting movies. He did one yes. called Pig last year that was really interesting, and he just really enjoys acting. That's why he does a million projects. A year. And then Liam Neeson, boy, I'm getting off on yeah. a tangent. 
he has really turned into the modern day Charles Bronson. Remember Charles Bronson? Yes. Great character actor who spent his golden years doing action films. That's the same thing as Liam Neeson. Yeah. Liam, my wife likes the Liam Neeson movies. There's no doubt about They're that. Fun. Now, They're hey, fun. Hey, I saw... Okay, so as long now there's Max. In case you're oh, wondering, uh, Max is uh, is our resident expert and uh, movie critic here. And me- now I always get it wrong. Member of the St. Louis. Oh yes, the film, St. Louis critics. film critics. Yes, and something Build? called CCA, yeah. well, which is uh, yeah. the Critics Choice Association. That's the national okay. one. Okay. Right, and and so I always go to Max when I'm going to ask about movies. And boy, we have so much to cover today, you won't believe it. We're going to be talking about <laughs> energy in light of, you may have heard about the Ukrainian situation, and we're going to, of course, talk about that. I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I mean, this is sort of a, uh, this is something that's already baked in the cake. We know what Putin's going to do. It's not a matter of if, it's when. It's 3,000 paratroopers sent over to Eastern Europe, but we're not going to have boots on the ground or parachutes in the air, but we're sending paratroopers over. I don't know. Tell me what that means. We're going to talk with Daniel Turner from Power to the Future about the connection between energy and the tension there. Of course, I'm sure Virginia Cruta will have a thing or three to say about that. Uh, Dr. Alan Link, a great dentist. Uh, I, I once did a speech for uh, for Alan. I think it was over at Priory for uh, for his his boy and uh, and their class uh, years ago. Uh, good friend of mine and a great, great dentist. Uh, Mike Gonzalez from Heritage about the racial preferences at SCOTUS. And we're going to have fun about that. Uh, we're going to have to talk about emojis and emoji <laughs> preference ahead of that because that's wait a minute. we've had a lot of fun with that. How are we going to get all of that into one show? You know, you'd think that three hours, man, we'd be lacking for content and to be like, oh, my gosh, are we just going to go over the same old thing every hour because, you know, people don't listen for three hours? I actually think people listen for three hours. I know I listen to the station's programs. I'll just have it streaming on the app and I'll have my AirPods in or my earbuds if I've got wired ones on or, you know, the little uh, the connected ones. Um in fact, I, I usually go through an AirPod charge during the day oh, while wow. I'm going about my business because wow. I'm listening to News Talk STL on, on the app and sometimes on the web or the Alexa skill, of course, and of course, over the terrestrial airways, 101.9 and 94.1. Um, but, but wrapping up the movie movie thing. So you know how you go down rabbit holes when you're on Facebook or you're on social media or you're on Twitter. I think it may have been on Twitter I saw it. That was right after I saw the Adidas breast commercial on Twitter. Did you see the breast thing? I have not. I, <laughs> I'm a little worried yeah. about where you're going here. Well, no. I, I don't know. I heard Matt Walsh talking about it after I'd seen it on his uh, podcast. Uh, but they have just... A, it's, a, it's a montage, a panel of like a, a seven by seven, six by six, just different body types of all different naked breasts. And I think it's a. I think it's a. Maybe it's for their bras, their sports bras. It's I don't know. Thirteen what after the hour is. here on News Talk STL. Thanks for well, tuning in. <laughs> I, I can't figure it out, but I, wow. that's one of the rabbit holes you don't want to go down. But that caught my eyes, and then, and it said, oh, "We celebrate all bodies," is what it's about. So it was all a DEI kind okay. of a thing, too. Okay. okay. But it was Adidas. Okay. Sure. And then. And then, so it was the darndest Twitter session. I go from Adidas and the naked breast commercial to Pierce Brosnan. And, and a movie, he plays some kind of a character um, in, in the new movie. Uh, what was it called? It's, um, oh, I lost it. Well, we'll get back to it. But you, have you heard about it? It's a Marvel it's a Marvel oh, film. Yes, he's going to... No, I, I believe it's a DC film, actually. It's a comic book film. D, No, that's right. It's DC. And he's going to be Dr. DC Fate. DC comic, you're right. Yeah, Dr. Fate is an interesting character. Dr. Fate, and yeah, yeah I guess... Uh, and so, I don't know. It looks... I don't know. Just the stills 
on the Twitter looked pretty interesting. Yeah, he's Pierce got the Brosnan's. gold the gold helmet and the blue yes. cape. Yeah, he's an interesting character. He sort of, but without the helmet, he's looking like um, oh, I don't know a a king from Ireland or something. He's got the graying beard and you know, like maybe he should play Sir Lancelot or, or better yet, King Arthur maybe sure. in the next remake. Yeah, I don't know. He's not a bad actor. No, I mean, he's he's I like Pierce. and he's versatile. He's versatile. The, I, I know. I from six degrees of separation. I know multiple people who have had personal interactions with Pierce Brosnan. You know, in the Cabo San Lucas and on vacation and what yeah. have you. And independently, many people have confirmed to me he is an exceedingly nice gentleman. And that's always really? that's always great to hear because you don't know you don't know if somebody's no. going to be full of themselves. But apparently, he's gracious and kind. And I would be uh, to be honest with you. And this is the bias from. A bald guy that does radio for a reason, if you know what I mean. And the kids say that dad reached and mom settled. <laughs> I, when I see a guy like Pierce Brosnan in all the, the Bond movies and all the sexy you know scenes he's in with all the leading ladies, I'm thinking, man, this guy is going to have an ego the size of the Twin Towers, you know, yeah, before they can. I mean, he's going to be huge, right? No, apparently he's a, he's a gracious guy. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so... Anyway, uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and I guess the first thing I want to talk about is this crack pipe thing. It's been all over the news, and of course, the grant applications for uh, the support of, in the name of racial equity, uh, the, you know, the support of all kinds of uh, handing out safe smoking kits and um, other things for equity. I don't know what I don't I didn't know that drug use has a, a actually it's insulting to minorities if it's about racial equity because this implies that somehow people of color are are you know crackheads, right? I mean that's the only way I can read that. But uh, with an emphasis on health equity defined by the Biden administration as quote ensuring that everyone has a fair and just opportunity to be as healthy. So to make you uh, uh, to give you a fair and opportunity to be as healthy you're, the government will give uh, was going to support programs, the grant recipients. I guess these are you know community programs, safe sex kits. There you go, uh, with condoms and other resources, safe smoking kits, uh, screening for sharps disposal, so that when you're done shooting up, you can make sure that the needle doesn't you know end up on the on the street and in someone's foot. Uh, substance test kits, so you can test for fentanyl. When you're using your uh, street drugs to make sure that what you got coming from Bryden's open borders across, uh, you know, from Mexico is not laced with fentanyl and other synthetic drugs. So it's really a comprehensive test kit. Syringes. It's it's amazing. Wound care. So if you get scraped up when you fall down because you're, you know, you're out of it with your drug use. It's really a, it's a wonderful thing. I looked up there are oh, vending machines and I looked this up because I wondered if the vending machines were going to supply these things free or not just to make sure I want to make sure that there wasn't some kind of nominal price. But no, up in New York City, they have vending machines. And can you imagine the lobbying going on with the with Congress? And this is the harm reduction grant program. So this does come from a from some congressionally authorized program. And this is the Department of Health and Human Services where. Vice Admiral Rochelle Walensky uh, presides, don't you know, as the deputy there. And then so, of course, there was this big, this big um, controversy. Well, every right away, the stories came out. What is, what is the administration? Why is your tax money funding free crack pipes rather than programs that deter and shoot for, you know, for abstinence from drugs, for drug, you know, drug use uh, 
clearance. Well, what happened is the government then comes out and says, we are not going to do that. Well, in between that, I looked up, if you if you search, now you'll have to limit your search to, you know, maybe three days ago and going backward, but one of the first things that pops up on my Google search, even a Bing search, I've tried uh, DuckDuckGo, and the first thing I got was like, what is a safe sex kit? And I mean, a safe, uh, safe smoking kit. And it has a crack pipe in it. So they had to backtrack on this, and they now say, well, there is no crack pipe in the in the safe smoking kit so they lied uh, off the bat they said they were going to do safe smoking kits this is like saying you know we're going to give you shoes uh and then you know that have uh you know tassels and um fine moroccan leather on them at the taxpayer expense and you look under the brand name, and then you find out later on, well, no, that's not what we're going to do. There's really going to be vinyl uppers because you get called on it. They got called on something that was absolutely indefensible, and they reversed course, and then they said, well, of course not. We're not going to do that. And this, again, just erodes trust in institutions. And and when, when that happens, all is lost because if you don't have trust in what your government is telling you, <coughs> it's one thing to be spun. And I could even say, hey, okay, try to spin me on climate change. Okay, well, there's debate over whether there is a man-made contribution or not. Okay, we can talk about that. And spin me as to whether we should move towards less carbon, less pollution. We can have that discussion. But don't tell me that ruining the economy like uh, Germany did and going to a, uh, before the technology was ready for prime time, is 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 not going to result in actually needing more carbon fuel, which is what Germany does. They now have much more carbon-fueled power requirement than does, let's say, France, who went for <coughs> nuclear several years ago. So my point is, we are getting to a point in this country, and I think the Freedom Convoy probably illustrates this more than anything, where Americans don't touch, don't trust their government. Canadians have lost utter faith in Justin Trudeau and his government, and it is eroding fast, and you're seeing, uh, I, I'm afraid violence is, is going to break out there if uh, if someone doesn't blink first. We have some sound of the um, Ontario Premier uh, talking to a supporter where apparently he's going to stand down in a private call, although publicly he's saying, uh, we're going to arrest you, we're going to take your license from you, Justin Trudeau saying the same thing, but, but freedom is going to bust out all over because tyranny has been oppressing all over. And I just think, uh, boy, it. there are tensions all across the world. If it's not in Canada, it's in the Ukraine and Russia, again, because of energy policy and misrepresentation and misinterpretation of what is proper behavior and conduct on the part of the United States. We see, and is that a distraction with Putin and Xi now being like BFFs? So that is something, is this Xi's opportunity while we're distracted with what's going on at, at the Ukrainian-Russian border? And is this allowing Xi then to expand his hegemony in, in the, in the uh, Pacific over there? I don't know. I just, I'm nervous about the way things are going. If you're nervous, let me know. 314-912-1019. 314-912-1019. And when we come back, we're going to... Uh, we're going to cover a little bit more of the Freedom Convoy issue and uh, some concerns I have about the, the government getting uh, in the way before anything's happened 
in law-abiding American citizens and their right to protest with our friend Alejandro Mayorkas uh, and, and a little bit about that. I'd like to know your opinion. Do you think that's going to, to bust out here in the States? Let me know. 314-912-1019 as we roll forward here on the Randy Tobler Show on a Saturday morning. Great to be with you. Thanks for being with us, Maxie and I, on the Randy Tobler Show here on News Talk STL 101-941. Be right back. trucker protests rocking Canada could be heading to the Super Bowl next and it's got Joe Biden pretty worried. So he's calling up his Department of Homeland Security for a preemptive crackdown. The agency warning police to prepare for protests similar to Canada's Freedom Convoy and that U.S.-based truck drivers could start blocking highways and major roads in California ahead of the Super Bowl. Biden's State of the Union address could also be impacted. Administration officials very concerned. We support peaceful protest, uh, but we have concerns when those protests turn violent. And certainly I think it's important for everyone in Canada and the United States to understand what the impact of this blockage is. Once they intervene in other people's freedoms and liberties, it becomes a more complicated landscape. But we're working with law enforcement to address any eventualities. So there is the government through Jen Psaki, or should I say Jen Psaki, um, threatening with Alejandro Mayorkas saying, you know, you have your individual freedoms, you have your First Amendment rights, but when you infringe on others, uh, there's a different landscape, he says. And we're going to be working with law enforcement, if you uh, if you hear the whole deal. And, uh, you know, trying to get ahead of this, and I keep hearing about violence. I've not seen violence up in Canada. I've not heard it reported. I've heard about Plinko games, um, uh, pizza ovens, uh, uh, saunas, Boy, that, and hot tubs. That is a great point. They keep threatening violence here, but what we've seen in Canada, that doesn't add up. There's no violence. And this, again, is the the elitariat, the tyrannical imperial federal government telling we the people to shut up, stand down, mind your mind your business. Don't don't mess with us unless you're BLM and you want to burn down police headquarters and loot uh, private businesses. Then it's OK. Wink, wink. That's just a peaceful protest. Gene, what do you have to say about this Freedom Convoy? Is it coming to a, a Super Bowl near you, maybe to an urban center, maybe to St. Louis? What say you? Good morning, Randy. Oh, too many things to say. Um, I would not be surprised if it's going to come here. And Saki's comment about violence, it's like, well, like everything else they do, what's their definition of violence? I think in their opinion... A protest is violence, unless it's BLM, then it's just eh, maybe a little civil disobedience. Yeah. Well, it, it troubles me that nothing has happened. There are rumors of truckers getting together and, you know, mimicking what's going on up in Ottawa, but it hasn't happened. I mean, are they now, I think on the heels of January 6th, I think they are they are uh, telegraphing to all of us, hey, we know what you're thinking. We're monitoring your Facebook. There's 
there are murmurs out there of the people getting restless. Don't you dare get restless, people. Just get your taxes ready. Pay your taxes. By the way, did I mention that tax receipts to the gummit are higher than they've ever been? Record taxes. Pay those taxes so we can give more aid to Ukraine so that we can uh, hand out more money to uh, crack pipe users. Okay? Just be quiet. Turn up. Watch Snoop Dogg. Watch Snoop Dogg. Be happy and Mary J. Bly. Be happy. Don't you dare protest, you truckers. Now, here's the next question, Gene. And I'd like others to weigh in. 312, excuse me, 314-912-1019. If the truckers blocked major thoroughfares, and if it's already happening in the big bridge between Canada and U.S., the big conduit, what is it, 20, 30% of the trade between the countries goes through there? Uh, If this affects the supply lines even more, and you can't get your Amazon shipments, maybe uh, produce and, and, and agricultural goods coming from Canada, whatever's coming down that you may need, if that impacted your life, would you still support the Freedom Convoy? And if it impacted something locally or regionally here uh, in our area, would you still support it? What say you, Gene? I would. And the thing that I would be a little bit concerned about, but very little was, was be the overall reaction to it. A good number of years ago when the cell phone network got all tied up here from some accident or something, I forget it was, people were going absolutely crazy because they couldn't get on their cell phone. It's like, really? But no, I I would support that. I mean, it's, it's a good, large way to make a point and let people know we've had enough. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about the Freedom Convoy is, and there's a there's a great piece on by Barry Weiss. You know, she's the the ex New York Times reporter. Um, she went to the convoy central convoy central there in Ottawa. Spoke to a hundred of the protesters gathered in the Capitol there, and she writes that what's happening is far bigger than the vaccine mandates. Uh, take for instance, B J Dichter, D I C H T E R, Dichter, Dichter a spokesman for the Freedom Convoy, is vaccinated, estimates that many, maybe most of the truckers at the protest are too. It's not about vaccination, just even though they've been called white supremacist anti-vaxxers, right? And because there may have been one Nazi swastika scene, one Confederate flag, Justin Trudeau is just like the left is in this country, painting anyone who wants to make America great again as a white supremacist, bigoted, uh, you know, Neanderthal, knuckle-dragging, pre-Civil War, slave-owning, you know, loon. Guess, here's his quote from this spokesman for the Freedom Convoy who is vaccinated. I'm Jewish. I have family in mass graves in Europe, and apparently I'm a white supremacist. So there's, and she has pictures. If you go to her Substack, it's, I'm going to, I'll post it on our our, uh, show page. There are people of all colors, of all nationality, of all ethnicities. And I mean, rugged. And the pictures she has, they're iconic. It's these people. The lighting is beautiful. I I imagine there's some Photoshop going on. Sitting in front of the grill of a truck. And it is just... And she thinks this is something bigger. And I believe it is something bigger than just the vaccines. Now, take a listen to how this trucker got so emotional as he is talking about a little gift he got from a child, and he's heading into the into the Ottawa uh, Freedom Convoy. Take a listen. We're heading to Belleville. We're in the convoy on the way to Ottawa. And uh, when we were in uh, uh, Port Hope, 
100 people uh, heading to Ottawa, but there was a lot of people that couldn't make it, so they brought food and all kinds of items for the truckers and whatnot, and we're asking people to take it up there, so we, we took a few bags. I just uh, got overwhelmed. We opened up one of the bags to see what they were, what they had in them, and I got punched in the heart. Um, whoever these people are, they had their kids do up uh, a bag with a cookie in it for the truckers, and they attached a note with it. Put their artwork on there. Sorry, I'm getting emotional again. I'm going to show you what it was. And this is why we're doing what we're doing. Some little kid made this. Reach for the stars, we believe in you. It was a picture of a truck. Inside of it, they left a note. The note says, Dear Mr. or Mrs. Trucker, it's really awesome that you're standing up for human rights. I'm only 11. So I don't know much about it, but I believe what's happening is wrong. And I know you can do it. Sincerely, Kate. So that's, there's more to this. There's more to this than just vaccination passports. And now the children are learning that their parents are, are really being civilly disobedient uh, in, a, in a Martin Luther King kind of a way. Uh, and 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 I'm glad to see we the people are making our voices and our our tires and our trucks and our big diesels being heard, aren't you, Gene? That's right. I I agree. That's really good. I mean, it's another another version of Tea Party that I was involved yeah. with years and years ago. No, you're right. Yeah, 2000. What was that? 2009, 10. Right? It was the election 2010. The Tea Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember speaking down at the, down at the arch, and uh, well, it was a big deal, you know. And so, yeah, it uh, was. My, well, my wife and I were on some of the organizing thing down at uh, Keener Plaza for that. Yeah. Right. Right. That, hey, well, thanks uh, for the call, Gene. I appreciate it, man. I uh, I hope you have a great. Who are you picking for the Super Bowl, by the way? You have oh, you have any ponies um, in the race? No, no, I'm not a football fan. But if I had to throw a stab on somebody, Cleveland would be fun. <laughs> so I got thinking about I got thinking about this um, retribution by us St. Louisans against the old St. Uh, Rams. I mean, I guess it's against Cronky because he's still an owner of the Rams, right? But isn't is yeah. that in any way just to be intellectually honest here? Is that in any way taking out our ire on things that are gone in the past and it's now a new team? Um, sort of like you know BLM getting mad at current white Americans that never owned a slave or were descended from one. Can I also I pop in here and, and say yes? The way that Cronky, <laughs> he definitely uh, did St. Louis dirty, and there was a lot of underhanded dealings. Certainly, however, let's remember the team left L.A. and came here. So if That's I'm right. living in L.A., I'm just happy to have my team back. It's no slight on St. Louis. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and. Excuse me, I think it's Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, yeah, there you go, Bengals. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my wonderful wide knowledge of football. <laughs> hey, well, thanks, Gene. Appreciate it. Make sure you take care of your wife on Monday. Don't forget about that, okay? Oh, that's that's done already. Oh, there, right, look thanks, at this. Sir. 
They have a good one. There's a guy who uh, who thinks ahead. So everyone else is going to be out scrambling today. And I think it's too late to get an Amazon delivery because uh, the supply lines or supply chains are all. I don't know. Do, you know what? Does shop two-day local. delivery works. Shop local because I actually yeah, have a. Uh, there is a there, there's a coffee shop. I'll go ahead and give them a, sh- a shout in South City called Espresso Yourself, and they had these uh, little uh, these little gift bags for Valentine's Day. And uh, yeah, I just shopped local. So there you go. Yeah, that's the way. You're- I tried something for the first time. Uh, for my wife, a, a semi-creative gift. Now, I didn't make it. I had it made, but I, you know, I should get a, an, an A for effort for yeah. at least thinking of it rather than just the standard box of chocolates and, you know, a rose. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I need to do that, too. I can't forget that. <laughs> I'm just but imagining all, all of the all of the world's husbands and boyfriends <laughs> eating chicken wings and pizza and yelling at the TV <laughs> and going through two cases of beer and they wake up the next day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know. What? <laughs> I know. You're right. And and not to mention, probably not in the in the most um vivid of spirits after the right. spirits have yes. uh, have been flowing the night before. <laughs> I just it's uh, like and wow. then and then Oh, she expects us to expects me to put on my finest and go out for a steak and lobster. You know what's you great kidding? too is this show, the Randy Tober show, replays on Sunday night. So there could be people right. hearing this for the first time, thinking, "Oh no, tomorrow's Valentine's Day." <laughs> that's, right. that's right. You can hear a replay of the show, uh, an encore edition, uh, from nine to midnight every Sunday night. So uh, this is the sixth day of the first week of my new radio schedule because. We do the same thing that we do every day because it's what we do every day, which is is talk radio. As I started my daily show, four to six uh, drive time in uh, Columbia on the Eagle and in Jeff City, KWS News Radio there. And so uh, (laughs) if I'm a little loopy, a little slap happy, I hope you'll... uh, You'll you'll understand. Give me a little grace, but we have an awful lot to talk about. And uh, and uh, when we come back, I I do want to come back and talk about some fun thing because this whole this whole racial equity and racial awareness thing has just it's gone crazy. The racial obsession among the mainstream media uh, and this this story about emojis I saw on NPR. Maybe you saw it, uh, and now you start you're going to start thinking from here on in. When you want to put the little thumbs up, you know, in a text or, or online, uh, do I use the default Homer Simpson yellow emoji? Do I use the more, you know, Caucasian colored? What What is my, what color is my emoji going to be? When we come back, we'll talk about that. Maybe you'd like to tell me whether you are emoji and race conscious as a result. 314-912-1019. Here on News Talk STL 1019-941. It's the Tobler Show on a Saturday morning. Be right back. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Truth Warrior, Woke Destroyer, on News Talk STL. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fishes who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. 
masculinity, a construct of the gender binary facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat, and eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon, weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy, and the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. <laughs> yes, you are awake. You are, I, I mean, I mean, you are consciously awake. I, not in a woke awake kind of a binary, okay? Not in that dynamic. You are awake. You're not asleep. You're not dreaming. That was an actual human being who I think identifies as female, although I'm not certain. Her name is Carol Adams. She wrote... <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to get through this, Max. So, the sexual politics of meat. Sexy <laughs> and that fish, was, sexy yes. chicken, and sexy cows. And sexy pigs. So, wow. so, she, so she was speaking at Oxford Union. And I'm gonna, I'll put the clip up on, uh, on, our, on our Facebook page. But, I mean, this is the prototypical woke spokesperson, right? I mean, and this is why I do this show. This is why I'm doing talk radio now six days a week because it is important we get the message out there. Take your your young people, your people in college, have them listen to this, have them defend this. If they are being indoctrinated in woke theology, it is a religion, right? You couldn't say what she said without being part of a woke cult. Now, Archibald, I don't know if you might have any thoughts about that. Perhaps you'd like to invite her to your next Rotary Club meeting. Uh, to, how are you doing? Thanks Doctor, for coming. Doctor, good morning. I appreciate you talking to me and taking my call. I know I'm off topic. I'll be brief. But 1922, the lead story is hyperinflation. And, uh, of course, I'm sticking to my guns right there. Remember that the PPI comes out on Tuesday. I expect it to break double-digit range, and uh, it's a something that must be addressed immediately. We do not have time, the luxury of time on our side. It must be addressed directly, and I hope next week's report will waken the American people to the drastic situation we have going on. I don't really well, we just, have anything more. Well, we just, Archibald, we just saw the, the CPI come out at 7.5% year over year uh, from December to, uh, from January to January. Um, and it's it, that was higher than economists were predicting, which is a, uh, roughly 72 7.3%, depending on who you read. And, you know, at this point, Americans are being told and sold the big lie by Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and, and all of the Dems and all the libs saying, you know, uh, look at all the wage increase you've had. Look at this economy, how it's booming. 
I don't know many people who got an 8% wage increase because that's what you'd have to do to beat the inflation. Maybe some did, you know, and with the government, you know, competing with businesses having to compete with government money and all of the extra employment security income during uh, during the pandemic that was unneeded by very many people. But it raised the, the, the average minimum wage way past 15 bucks. So they achieved what they wanted there. But, um, you know, in the wake of that, I, I can't see this ending quickly, despite what Joe Biden said, that it's going to be transient. It's not going to be transient. There's no way it can be transient when you've, when you've blown this balloon so high and it's so tight and it's filled with so much helium. I just can't see it floating anything but higher. Can you? It's going higher, <laughs> higher, and accelerate on the way up. And I think, and again, I, I, I'm forecasting uh, the the PPI at 10% or very close to it uh, this Tuesday. And they're now talking about the possibility of a half a point increase in the Fed funds rate. They're talking about uh, tapering on the quantitative easing. They better eliminate quantitative easing. And they better start raising the Fed fund target quickly and make sure everybody knows that it's got to go up. Now, those who haven't had their coffee... Archibald, those who haven't had their coffee yet might be wondering, what what is this PPI? That's the producer price index. And you're thinking it's going to be double digits. And why why do you think that? What's your basis? Well, every month they, they publish... The PPI in the works, in other words, the equipment that isn't finished, but it will be finished in the ensuing month. And that month is coming up. I expect the PPI to be closer to 14% or more uh, within, I call it waypoint four coming up. That's the fourth announcement in calendar 2022 um but it's going to keep going up but what what does this mean what does this mean for people that are getting ready to go out and buy uh, guys and gals buying uh, something for valentine's day for their for their sweetheart i mean how does that translate to the average american sir you don't want to know well, I ask you. That's why I want to know. I, it, it, it's a disaster. It is a pure disaster in the works, and it's not going away, and it needs to be addressed immediately. Okay, well, and you had the prescription, so all right. Well, we thank you. Who, who are you picking for the Super Bowl, Bengals or Rams? I've got to go with the Bengals only because I want the Rams only Super Bowl win to be right here in St. Louis okay. in 1999, right. 2000, whenever. Okay, that was go. a great right. team. Yep, that was a fantastic team. And, you know, I had the pleasure of uh, taking care of several of the uh, of the Rams players' wives and girlfriends uh, during that time. And great, great guys, great guys, great people. And it was just, a, you talk about a magical team with Dick Vermeil leading that charge. It was a, that was a real uh, lesson in leadership. And I hope, people yeah, I hope Dick Vermeil makes it into the Hall of Fame oh, me too. Uh, this weekend. Yeah. yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 
And uh, I hope Max gave you my uh, my connection so you can send me some of the great uh, economic forecasting and analysis you do. Thanks very much, Archibald. No, nice I you. haven't, but I'll, I'll get in touch with your receptionist. Okay, please do. Please do. Okay, thanks. thanks. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, getting back to that, you know, that Carol Adams clip, I, I wish I could have a discussion with her because the first thing I'd say is, um, <laughs> give me a strip in big air finger quotes, give me a strip steak, rare, <laughs> on the heels of all the misogyny and the white supremacy. And I, I don't know where she's coming up with that now. I, that was, was one of the craziest uh, uh, clips I've ever heard. I can't connect those dots. I really can't. Well, the only thing I can think of is, okay, there's Miss Piggy, right? So you took a pig and sort of made, I don't know, glamorized a pig a little bit. They did that wow. on Sesame Street. Wow. Um, Okay, there. Oh, there was Daryl Hannah in Mermaid. There's a blast from the past. So, Flash, is that misogyny? Right. If I well, let's ask. To let's this ask day, Neil Young. I am so his wife. I'm so front. Oh my! You're kidding me. Really? I didn't. No, know I'm that. pretty sure that Daryl Hannah and Neil Young are married. Wow, she could have done better. At any rate, um, my wife at one point had a a sequin sort of a, an a elegant evening gown that was a mermaid colored it had that uh, that uh, that glistening aquamarine green glow to it the most gorgeous dress i've ever seen my wife in and she can put on anything and it's gorgeous somehow she trashed that dress i don't know where it's gone to i only saw it a couple times on her yeah, do you have that problem, Max? I don't know. I have that problem. My wife buys these beautiful clothes. Mm -hmm. I only see them once. I don't know if it's a girl thing, but they don't like to wear their clothes. They have a like if I have a suit, I only have one or two suits that really fit well, mm -hmm. and I like to wear them because they that's the best I can look. You know, I don't. That's fine. I'm happy with that. But women seem at least my wife wants to have new. It. I see them once or twice. I beg to see them again, but I don't ever see them again. They go into the, I don't know, stratosphere somewhere. Yeah, Is that just I'm, me? Or? No, I'm always thankful, though, for the new outfits because usually they're all they're all oh, knockouts. I love that. Yeah, they're all knockouts. I mean, mm -hmm. you and I do this show via Google Duo, and I think you've seen all like four of my hoodies because I wear them every Saturday. Right. So and, I don't get new right, hoodies and, all the and time. I, <laughs> right, and, and one a listener one time several years ago at a remote gave me this uh, we the it's we the people not you the government t-shirt yeah, yeah, and I have this on eh, I've every seen week, that a lot week, yeah right? there you go right and you know I do wash it in between don't worry Max you're good. <laughs> but um, no and it's not that I don't enjoy seeing the nice new things but I love the old things and I just would love to you know it's sort of like playing the hits you know I like to do that I'd like to hear so I don't know, I don't know. call me if you have that problem guys if you'd like maybe we can encourage our ladies to wear uh, wear those beautiful things again but uh, so I don't know I don't understand misogyny but I'm going to sink my teeth into a really nice piece of meat sometimes tonight or tomorrow or both because uh, I guess I'm a I'm a white supremacist misogynist racist. I, I mean, don't know, definitely tomorrow is Super Bowl meat. Sunday, so I mean we oh, yeah. have yeah. to. My wife she she cranked out some of the best chili with venison last week. Oh my goodness, it was unbelievable! Great, great chili. Well, that wraps it up for this hour already. Wow, where'd the time go? Uh, thanks for being with us here on News Talk STL on the Tobler Show on a Saturday morning, 1019-941. Of course, there's the app, there's the website, NewsTalkSTL.com. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. And if you have Alexa, it's an Alexa skill as well. We'll be back top of the hour. Talk to Daniel Turner with Power to the Future about uh, power, energy, freedom, convoys in Ukraine. Lots coming up. Stay there. <laughs>